what's up everybody welcome back to alpha and omega exponent also known as aoe we are your number one favorite source and platform where we share story time content to add value to your life my name is parfait and i am back with another story time for us everyone so if you didn't listen to the previous story make sure you go back you listen to it there were some interesting story and lesson that were shared back in the previous story so go back and listen to it and then come back to this story time and so you can catch up with us so wherever you are get comfortable if you're at home get your tea get your drinks sit down relax and if you're in the car make sure your eyes are on the road but lend me your ears and without further ado let's get started so in the previous story we heard about father abram and him and his first wife sorai they did not have a child together so they decided to rush their own process and at the moment father abram decided to listen to the wrong person which was his wife and his wife brought to him her servant whose name was Agar so that she could be his second wife so that through the sec- the second wife Hagar they would have a child together however when they decided to do that they did not consult with God so they decided to rush their own process instead of trusting in the process of God which God had promised father Abram that he would give him a child through his first wife Sarai. So now in today's story, Father Abram was very old. And what I mean by very old, he was very 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 old. So he was 99 years old. So at the age of 99, personally, I don't even know someone who's 99 years old. So it would be a blessing to meet someone who's 99 years old. If you know someone who's 99 years old, call them and just thank them for being who they are and ask them any questions and about advice because i am sure they have a lot of advice to give so if you know someone who's very old who's over the age of 90 call them and ask for advice anyways so let's continue so father abram was 99 years old and at the age of 99 god appeared to him and when god appeared to father abram god said to him he said abram walk before me and be blameless So after God told him that God also came to speak with him about another thing that he wanted to tell him. God said to Father Abram, he said to him, he said, "Here's the deal. Listen. I gave you a promise and I'm going to stick with that promise. But I need to make a covenant with you. And a covenant, as we heard back in the previous story, is simply a contract between two people, right? God said, "Okay, let's make this covenant. I gave you my word, I gave you my promise, and I'm sticking to it. But so in order for you to know that I'm sticking with the promise that I gave you, we're going to make this one big final covenant together. And this is what you have to do. But before we make this covenant, there's something that I need to tell you. I'm going to change your name. You are no longer going to be called Abram. You are now going to be called Abraham, which simply means the father of multitude of nations so now this man father abram who did not have a child now god changed his name by calling him abraham meaning the father of multitude of nations and to go even further god said to abraham he said i am also going to change the name of your first wife sarai god said she is no longer going to be called sarai now she is going to be called sarah meaning the mother of nations. 
So now God appears to Abram, gave him a different name. And God now said, now that I've changed your name, now this is the covenant that I need to do with you. You are going to circumcise every single male, including yourself in your whole family. And after you do that, then you will know that my promise to you will be fulfilled. So now, if you didn't know Father Abraham, this man was a man of faith. He had faith in God and he was a faith that was unwavering. It was a faith that whatever God told him to do, he went forth and did it. Of course, there were moments where he forgot to listen to what God had told him. But whenever he heard from God, he always went forth and did whatever God said and told him to do. And Abram, at the age of 99 years old, he went forth and circumcised himself and everyone in his family, including his first son, which came from the second wife, Hagar. Uh, his name was Ishmael. So now after everyone was circumcised, this also marked the beginning of what we know today as circumcision, right? The origin of it started as this covenant that God had made with Abraham in order for God to fulfill his promise with him. So now after that took place, God appeared to Abram again. But now instead of appearing to him directly, God did that to three people. So as Abram was chilling one day, he lifted his eyes and he saw these three men walking by and he was able to recognize who these men were. So he ran to them and he said, hey, I see you're walking. You can come into my house. I'm inviting you to come into my home and I'm going to cook for you. And so that you after you eat, you can rest and then you can go about your journey. But then these men kind of tried to say, no, you know, we're kind of in a rush. But then Abram was like, I'm begging you, come into my home. I'm going to cook for you. I'm going to serve you food. And then after that, you can go about your day. So now after pressing them a little bit more, the three men accepted Abraham's offer and they came into his house. So at that moment, Abraham became a servant. So he decided to serve these men and he went and he cooked for them. He made a meal for them. And they ate together. So now while they were eating and enjoying this good meal that Abraham had prepared for them, the three men asked Abraham and they said to him, where's your wife? And Abraham at that time, Sarah was in the tent. And they said to him, oh, you don't have uh, children. And then they looked at him and they said, this time next year, when we come back, your wife, Sarah, will have a son. Now, Sarah she was in the tent when these three men said these things and she heard it and she laughed. And these three men were like, well, what is she laughing at? You know, what, what, why is she laughing? And Sarah tried to play it off. She was like, Oh no, I wasn't laughing, blah, blah, blah. But no, they, she was cut, you know, and they told him, they were like, so you don't believe. Okay. It's interesting, but God had made his promise already. Right. So, at that moment, Sarah didn't, couldn't even believe the word that was being spoken to her because she was old and she was also bitter. Uh, she, really grew in, she really grew in bitterness. So now this all took place. And after these three men ate this nice meal and Abram had finished serving them and they relaxed, they rested, and then they went about their way. So from this story, there are some major, major important lessons and questions that we can take away. And going back from the beginning, it really starts with a question, right? We heard in the beginning that 
God appeared to Abram and he told him, walk before me, right? And this is the question now that we need to ask ourselves. And the question is, are we walking towards God? Who are you walking towards to? Are you walking towards money? Are you walking towards pleasure that will destroy your life? Are you walking towards someone who is no good? Or are you walking towards the direction of God? This means that there is a direction in which all of us are walking towards. And if that direction does not lead to God, at the end of that journey, we are not going to be happy. We're not going to receive the things that we're looking for. So walk towards God. That's the first thing that we need to learn from this lesson. When God said to Abraham, walk towards me, Abraham turned and started to walk towards God. There's a lot of us, especially when we're very young, when God, you know, God puts something in your in your heart to do and God tells you to come and to walk before him. But in our youth, we are very stubborn. We want to enjoy the things of the world. We want to enjoy our youth and we try to walk away from God. But that's not really what we should do. In our youth, we must always walk towards the direction of where God is in order for us to continue to grow and to become better people. And now the second lesson of understanding that we can take away from this story is really about what God does after he blesses us, right? What God does after he blesses us, he changes our name. When you are blessed by God, God gives you a new name. As we heard from Father Abraham, he did not have a child. His wife, she did not have a child. God came, appeared to Abraham and he said to him, your new name will be Abraham meaning the father of multitude of nations. And his wife, her new name was Sarah, the mother of nations. When God blesses you, he gives you a new name. You know, if you were jobless, now you became you become employed. If you were broke, now you become someone who has some money. You know, if you were broken, now you become healed. If you were sick, you become healed. If you were in pain, you become healed. If you were suffering, now you have joy. If you didn't have any children, now God gives you children and you become a father, you become a mother. If you were a dropout, now you become educated and you have all the acronyms that you want after your last name. If you are homeless, now God gives you a home. God can change all of these things as he's working through changing us as people from the inside out. God gives us a new name when he blesses us and we have to embrace that. Uh, the name that God gives us when he blesses us is so that he can bring joy and fulfillment in our life. So therefore, in our youth, we have to understand that if we want to change our name forever to go from nothing into something that will stand the test of time, we have to look towards God first because God has all the power to change our name so that it will last forever. And the name that God gives us, no one can change it. When we go to people, people have this little power that, you know, they have the possibility to change your name. Someone can give you a job, but that person also has the power to change your name from employed to unemployed. But the changes that we get from people, all of those changes are just temporary. But when we look to God, the changes that we get from God, when he changes our name, it lasts forever. When we turn to people... We just have to be careful because the changes that we receive from people when they change our name, those change will be temporary. Let's look towards God first if we really want to experience true and long everlasting change. And the next lesson is the lesson of awareness and service. 
And how do we get that lesson is by looking at this story when Abraham was sitting and he was able to recognize these three men who were walking with the Spirit of God and he invited these three men into his home and he served them. So being aware wherever we are is very important and not just being aware of things that we see, but also things of the Spirit. There are people that walk on earth as angels. There are people who walk with the Spirit of God and it's important for us as people to have that awareness to recognize the people who walk with the Spirit of God because those people are those who will help us to see the promises and to hear the Word of God in our life. So, first, awareness. Are you aware? And can you even recognize people who walk with the Spirit of God? There's a lot of Spirit walking around on earth. And if you're not able to recognize those who walk with the Spirit of God, your journey on earth is going to be one that will suffer. And so, how do you recognize people who work with the Spirit of God? First, you got to have a relationship with God, right? If you don't have a relationship with God, how can you recognize these people who work with the Spirit of God? How Abraham was able to recognize these people is because Abraham had a personal relationship with God. So immediately when he saw those three men, he knew that those three men were walking with the Spirit of God. So this is an encouragement for all of us to build a personal relationship with God and when we start very early in our youth, then we'll be able to recognize people who walk with the Spirit of God. And also, most importantly, we'll be able to recognize those who walk with evil things with them. So if you can recognize people who walk with spirits that you don't want, uh, you don't want to be attached with, then you are saving yourself a lot of trouble. So building a personal relationship with God is not just for our own sake to be close to God, but it's also so that we can have that awareness to save ourselves from people that will bring things that we do not want to be attached with, from things that will destroy our path, from things that will destroy us from our purpose. And going forward from that is the lesson about service. After recognizing those three men, Abraham served them. He invited those men into his home and he decided to serve them. So, as people, do we serve wherever we are? The question of service is not about, you know, receiving what we want. The question of service is about giving ourselves. Abraham invited his men into his home and he served them. He gave them food and then they rested and then these men spoke to him about the promise that God had given to him. And the major lesson to take away is that when it's actually our time to serve, we must serve. If you expect to be served during the time that you need to serve, you'll be disappointed. So to serve God and to serve others is actually better and more valuable than to be served. The reason why is that when you serve God and when you serve others, in return, God will bless you with more. So sometimes some of your blessings, the reason why they're not coming is because you have not learned the lesson of service. Once you learn that lesson, then you realize that God is going to unlock great things in your life. Now, to add on to the point about service, we need understanding and discernment. The reason why is because if we serve the wrong people, then at the end of that service, we are going to feel disappointed. We are going to feel like they we've been taken advantage of. It's good to serve God because God has the power to bless us. When we serve people, we have to be careful. 
because there are some very, very ungrateful people on earth. And when you are serving people who are ungrateful, let me tell you at the end of that service, you're not going to feel good. So this is the point where, you know, you got to go from being Bible smart to being street smart. And the reason is because when you have that street smart with you, you will have that awareness to recognize that these people are ungrateful. So I'm not going to waste my time with them so that you can avoid those moments of being taken advantage of. Uh, It's always good to serve God and it's always good to have that self-awareness to recognize where am I supposed to serve? Am I serving the right people or am I serving the wrong people? If you're serving the wrong people, don't be surprised about the outcome of experiencing negative emotions. So, Don't just stop in being this good person, but also have the awareness wherever you are so that you can serve well. And the final lesson to learn from this story is the lesson of avoiding to grow in bitterness. As people, instead of growing in bitterness, we need to learn to grow in joy. Bitterness is not good and growing in bitterness is only going to make you more frustrated And bitterness nurtures denial and it also puts you in a place where you are going to start rejecting the blessings that God has set for you, the blessings that people speak into your life. A person who has bitterness in them will have a hard time accepting words of blessing. So it's important for us to grow in joy and not in bitterness. And how do we get away from growing in bitterness? We really have to become people of service. Abraham was a man who served, and so he always grew in joy and happiness, while his wife, she was not not always serving. During those moments when she was avoiding to serve others, she grew in bitterness. So as young people, it's important for us to put ourselves in positions where we can serve in any capacity that we can, so that we will not grow in bitterness. So that is all for today's story. I hope that this added value to your life. Make sure you share this story time with your friends and family to also add value to their life. My name is Parfait and I will catch you all in the next story time.